Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Yeah, lots of news there in the NBA. I'm Cam Stewart. Stay locked. Mike Leone coming up on Red Heat and Rage. We'll talk uh, a little NBA DFS, NFL DFS, and betting in the next hour. Chris Porzingis wanted out of New York, and his wish was granted today. Bye-bye, New York City. Hello, Big D. The Mavs going Euro. Often injured Porzingis is off to Dallas. Heading back to the Knicks, Dennis Smith Jr., DeAndre Jordan, and Wesley Matthews. The Mavs are also going to take on the contracts of Tim Hardaway Jr. and Courtney Lee in this deal. Knicks clearly clearing some cap space there. They also get a first-round draft pick. Anthony Davis still in the news as well. Reports indicate that the Lakers have made multiple trade packages to New Orleans for the star. The Lakers GM Magic Johnson offered up apparently five different packages so far. New Orleans are not budging just because Davis and his agent, Rich uh, Paul, wish New Orleans uh, they want to force their hand, basically, and this team is not backing down. They've shut down all offers so far, also taking Davis out of the highlight pregame video hype package last night versus Denver. But Gabe, what do we say? Good teams win, great teams cover without Davis. Another cover job last night against the Nougats, eight and a half point yep. dogs. They lost by six, so they're getting it done from a covering perspective. Lines are a little bit inflated. Tonight on the NBA board, Magic minus one and a half to the Pacers, 210. Detroit hosting Dallas. No Doncic there. Pistons, two, minus 140 money line there, and we have a total of 206 and a half. A good one in Toronto as Gabe mentioned. We got the Raptors and Bucks, two powerhouses in the East. Raptors only minus three, total 232 and a half. San Antonio and Brooklyn Spurs minus seven and a half over under 225 and a half DeMar DeRozan probable Golden State hosting Philly Gabe talk about it this one too the Warriors are just crushing teams minus nine and a half against a good Philly team too Joel Embiid probable for the Sixers and the Battle of LA Clippers and Lakers LA Clippers minus five and a half total 228 LeBron out Kuzma questionable college hoops tonight Purdue laying seven on the road against Penn State over under 137 number 13 the Houston Cougars at home nine and a half to Temple, that's the Owl, 142, and number four, Gonzaga, laying 13 points at BYU, Gabe, that's a lot of points. Melvin Gordon's going to play the waiting game with the Chargers, the Pro Bowl running back, will play his next year on the $5.6 million fifth-year option. He says he'll talk deal after the dominoes fall with Le'Veon Bell, so Gabe, as we talked about earlier in programs, people, running backs, want to see what Bell gets before they negotiate their deals. More news in Dallas, Jerry Jones says he's not going to extend the contract of head coach Jason Garrett. He enters his final year of his deal. Garrett, though, not bad. 77-59 and 59 in the regular season. 3-3 three and three in the playoffs. Cowboys also taking on quarterback Callan Moore. He's the new team's new offensive coordinator and former Seahawk Cowboy quarterback John Kitna, the quarterback's coach. Saquon Barkley has been named Pepsi Rookie of the Year today. We talk about uh, some other things going down in the world of golf. PGA Tour getting wasted at the waste management right now. Great early start for our <laughs> DFS lineups. Justin Thomas and Ricky Fowler. It's like a who's who of PGA stars. Seven under right now. I got that 33 to 1 Ricky Fowler first round bet. I hope it holds on. A couple guys are getting close. And we also have Ricky Hatton, a guy that me and Gabe both like 66 to 1. He 
he's two shots back at five under par. European Tour in Saudi Arabia, they wrap things up for the day. Belgium's Thomas Peters, minus seven. Other notables, Justin Rose, last week's winner on the PGA Tour, even. Bryson DeChambeau, last week's Euro Tour winner, was staying over there. He's minus two, five shots off the pace. We talk about uh, Bryce Harper meeting with the San Diego Padres in Vegas today. We'll see what happens. Keep it locked to the network if any news breaks. NHL late night on Vegas Canada. Yeah, he likes Vegas. He's yes, a, he, he does. He's a West Coast guy like to me. I don't know. That you know, yeah, Cam, why the hell aren't the Angels signing this guy? Great you got point. Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Oh, Marino, yeah, you got Mike a shitload of money. Wasted Mike Trout. Step it up. Here, Say, here. Trout, we got Harper and Trout now. You're going to be competitive. You'll be a playoff team. And you know what happens with the Angels, too? That pitching, every year they try to get like, guys like Richards get hurt all the time. Like, you know what I mean? They're a team. They need an insurance policy because they can't win those games. They need more offense. It can't just be about Trout. I like where you're going, Marenzi. And I think Harper would be best off if he stayed on the West Coast. We'll see what happens. San Diego's going to pony up some cash for somebody. We'll see who it is. NHL All-Star break. I don't know what the hell's going on here. These guys had a whole t- time off. There's only two games last night, three games tonight. It's like an extended holiday. Boston and Philadelphia. Bruins. Yeah, it's weird. But Bruins minus uh, 210, total six in that game. New Jersey minus 140 against the Rangers. Might take a shot with the Rangers as a pooch tonight. Over under six. And Winnipeg taking oh, on Cam, Columbus. I like the Devils. The Devils' little spark coming out of the All-Star break. I swear to God, all they, if the Devils stay away from the pig and parrot, they'd win games. I'm telling you. like yeah. They just they party yeah, to thing, yeah. yeah, they go to Serpico's Bar there. And then, uh, yeah, it's a thing. If you lay <laughs> off the sauce, you guys might uh, be winning more games there, right? and Colin Kaepernick's lawyer calling out the NFL owners calling them a bunch of cowards basically saying they're scared of uh, President Trump and that's the reason his client is not in the league anymore kowtowing to the president who we all know uh, isn't down with Colin Kaepernick keep it tuned here on the Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Network me and Gabe Morenci we break it down with our friend Mike Leone we got betting DFS for the Super Bowl big NBA card tonight we'll try to make you guys some money and me and Gabe have picks 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 and more picks Stay tuned. Mike Leone coming up with us after a quick break. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Television Network. I'm Cam Stewart. This is the DFS Hour. Daily Roto, our friends. We got everything on the card tonight. We got, I've got a hockey lineup, three games there. We got a basketball lineup. Gabe's going to give you his best uh, DFS picks, best bets of the night. Mike Leone's going to stop by. We can go through this card tonight with the crazy, crazy signings we got going with the Mavericks and Knicks and all the Anthony Davis news going on. What's going on, Mike? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. You know, it's a, weekend and yeah the craziness with the nba trade you know just fun as an nba fan and also uh, already wreaking havoc on dfs with the mavs playing tonight luca's already ruled out so i uh, kind of a wild situation there craziness yeah 
very, it's very, crazy. crazy. What's crazy, guys, too, Mike, and what's up, Mike? It's Super Bowl 53, and NBA is taking over Twitter. It's taking over the sports world. <laughs> it's like super what? Like everyone's talking basketball uh, right now. So, you know, the update, updated optimizer uh, right now looking, uh, you know, you look at uh, Brunson, who suddenly uh, gets uh, thrown, thrown onto the court. We got Dwight Powell in a situation now. Somebody just called us actually from um, from Houston, Houston. Uh, regular uh, listener of of the station and the program, DFS player, and he was wondering if if Drummond and Griffin are a little bit. Uh, is is it crazy to play Drummond and Griffin tonight in the same lineup, Mike? I don't think it's crazy, but I prefer to just play one of them, and the guy I want is Andre Drummond, and some of that's just due to the actual cost and the positional opportunity cost. You know, Drummond's only $8,100. It's $1,200 cheaper than Griffin. I know our projection has Drummond a few points behind Blake Griffin, but from a ceiling perspective, I honestly think they're pretty close. Drummond and Blake, to an extent, too, they're going to benefit from not having to deal with DeAndre Jordan tonight. I think he could absolutely go ham on the board. Uh, the defensive statistic ceiling has certainly increased for Andre Drummond. Hopefully that game stays close enough for full minutes. I was surprised the line was only six and a half a little bit after the trade. Yeah. I got, got in on the, uh, the the Detroit side. It seems to have risen to seven and a half, but not too bad. But yeah, when you look at the forward spot, you've got guys like Save that thought, Mike. Sorry, we're getting used to this new rotation. We're going, we're going to a break right now. It's a quick break. We'll be right back. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Right, the music's actually lower than it's ever been today. <laughs> lower! But it's all good. It's all good. It is what it is. As long as I can hear Cam and, uh, I can hear Cam and Michael and Leone. Leone. That's right. Michael yes. Leone with us. All right. So, uh, uh, Dallas, uh, man, that deal went down fast, didn't it, Mike? Man, like, it was like, oh, yeah, Porzingis was- wants out, and then boom, seven minutes later, it's like, no, no, it's done. It's to Dallas. <laughs> Yeah, we've been dealing with this Anthony Davis drama all week long, and yeah. all of a sudden we get a report that Porzingis wants to be traded, and then you know we get the Woj bomb that it's close, and, and sure enough, I think it's been officially announced. So that moved super, super fast, especially relative to kind of the trickling of news in around AD and how you know that could you know could happen by the trade deadline or it might not even happen until the off season. Up to eight right now. Uh, Pistons eight point favorite. So look at it, low total two at two oh six. So we got uh, Pacers Magic totals two oh seven and a half, uh, three and a half. Pistons are eight two oh six. Uh, Bucks and Raptors a real interesting game between two you know, teams that might be the best teams, are the best teams in the East. Uh, but moving forward here, um, and Kawhi Leonard is a player who, you know, he's so great. I mean, the guy's a great player, but for fantasy purposes. There's not that upside. You're not going to get that Harden type of 71 or 84 type of thing. He's pretty freaking consistent, but the price is becoming more affordable. Are you a pro or anti uh, Kawhi Leonard guy generally for DFS, Mike? And what's your take on him tonight uh, uh, as far as uh, against the Bucks? 
Well, I kind of agree with you in the sense that the ceiling on him isn't quite as high as some other guys in his range. You know, we've got him and Kevin Durant projected very similarly with Kawhi Leonard, you know, one to two points ahead of Kevin Durant. But when you flip on our 90th percentile projections, which is basically the ceiling projection on a player, we've got Kevin Durant bypassing Kawhi Leonard at a lower price point. So uh, there's definitely merit to what you're saying with the ceiling on Kawhi Leonard not being as high. I still think a game stack might be interesting between Milwaukee and Toronto. You know, we were robbed of this matchup earlier in the year. I think both Kawhi and Giannis ended up sitting uh, when they met earlier this yeah, season. Yeah, so yeah. Matchup in Toronto, you know, you've got a tight spread. Well, when they played each other, Mike, I, once Kawhi didn't play, once the Greek freak didn't play. That's right. You're right. You would never had them head-to-head like this. So we finally get it, and uh, what's great is with all this cheap Dallas guys, you can fit in both those guys in your lineup. So I think a game stack there is interesting just because I think there's going to be a lot of people on the same Dallas guys, um, but yeah. I don't think a lot of people are going to spend up on Giannis Kawhi Leonard. They might look to that Golden State Philly game a bit more. You know, I'm tempted oh, Mike, to do that myself. I was just going to say, let me pat myself on the back. Cause I was just thinking, I got, I'm got i putting Brunson in here. I've got, I got to do it, so I'm going to do it. But I did Shabazz Napier last night. It worked out. But last night, I'll pat myself on the back. I was one of the 5% of people on Kenrich Williams last night, bro. <laughs> nice. Ricky Sanders would have been very proud of you. He was kicking himself all night long in our Slack chat for not playing him. Oh, was he? I'm going to send him a tweet and tell him, oh, yeah, I had him. I don't know why. People were like, even me, I was like, and Kenrich Williams. I was like, guys, you know, he's only 3100 bucks, and, you know, he might be able to give us 20 So we're looking at tonight. You got Brunson in there. I like where you're going with this with the Greek freak and, and Kawhi Leonard. Um, so uh, the other totals uh, tonight, obviously, then they start getting higher. Brooklyn and San Antonio, a uh, very high total tonight. D'Angelo Russell's been on fire. We got Shabazz Napier in the mix again tonight. We got Philadelphia, Golden State, so and the Lakers and the Clippers. So it's pretty in- interesting NBA DFS late tonight, isn't it, Mike? Yeah, it really is. And I wouldn't be too scared about that low total in the Detroit-Dallas game because the guys are taking on Detroit. They're the bigs. They're going to wrap up rebounds or defensive statistics. You know, that, that fits Andre Drummond's game. That's fine. On the Dallas side, they're just down so much usage. They're down so many minutes, and these guys are so cheap. You know, kind of like uh, the guy you said you played last night when the Pelicans were super thin. You know, these guys just walk into statistics. They walk into value. They're just that cheap, and that's why I always prefer in these situations to take the cheaper guys because in case the offense just ends up systemically not working and running really inefficiently, you know, you might be in trouble with some of the more expensive Mavericks. Like Harrison Barnes has upside, but there's some risk there. Whereas someone like Brunson, you know, no matter what happens in this game, he's going to have to play 30-plus minutes. You know, they just don't have the bodies for him not to. You know, someone like Dwight Powell, Maxi Cleaver, like these really cheap guys are the guys uh, that I think you want to focus on in the Dallas-Detroit game. Mike, I was going to ask you about an expensive guy and uh, just a guy that's on fire, Gabe. And I know, I know the price point's up to 8500 It was fun when he was around, you know, just over 7000 Bias Harris has been a monster. 54.5 uh, DK points his last game, 30 real points, 29 against Chicago, 31 real points. Like, this is nuts. This guy's on a heater right now, but he's pretty expensive at 8500 What do you think in a cake matchup uh, against the Lakes? The matchup's great, but I am a little bit worried about that price tag. I know the production has been there, but as you said, Cam, you know, it was a lot nicer when he was just a little bit above 7K. I would definitely be playing him tonight if that was the case. You start getting him to 8,500, though, you've got Ben Simmons there in a huge total yeah. game. 
uh, between Philly, Golden State. Uh, you know, you've got Kevin Durant, even just $600 more. Uh, I prefer the guys in that Golden State Philly game. You know, we talked about the Toronto Milwaukee stack. And because of those cheap Dallas guys, you know, it's not too hard to inch up from from Tobias Harris at 8500 to some of these guys are either high eights or low nines. So I probably won't be using Tobias Harris in any of my main lineups tonight. All right, before we get to the football, just quickly on this. So I got, I'm got. i going to go Jalen Brunson, uh, point guard here. What are we looking at at, uh, at shooting guard? Uh, you know, we, we, you got Reggie Jackson, you got Jalen Brunson. Seems like to be a little bit thinner here. Uh, DeMar DeRozan has been tired. He comes back a little cheaper tonight at uh, for, for DeMar's standards. But looking at the, uh, the shooting guard position, where, which way are you looking at tonight, Mike? Yeah, this position is a little difficult to fill out. I mean, Brunson, I think, is an obvious play, but you're you know using him at maybe your point guard spot. You still need uh, another fill in at shooting guard, and uh, I've been kind of you know waffling between a few guys. The guy that I think I've ended up now uh, in my lineup is D'Angelo Russell, who I think could get overlooked tonight because the price tag has come up. You know, it sounds like a bad matchup at San Antonio, but really the Spurs defense hasn't been this year uh, what it has been in past years. And with Spencer Dinwiddie out, you've got the minutes stabilized a little bit more for D'Angelo Russell. And if you're playing in the tournament, you know, we talked about Kawhi Leonard, how he's a good medium projection guy, but he doesn't have a huge ceiling. D'Angelo Russell's the opposite. You know, he's a volatile performer, but that gives you that high-end ceiling that you're really looking for in terms of tournaments. I mean, you just look at the game log, you know, there's like five 50-plus point games in the past eight or so for him. So uh, that's the guy I've landed on as shooting guard, you know, considering Curry, considering Clay Thompson, that Golden State Philly game. But ultimately, you know, Russell's my pick tonight. Mike Leone with us. All right, Cam, Super Bowl, what do you got for Mike? Yeah, Mike, uh, I, well, I basically told Gabe, I'm all in with the Rams, buddy. Like, I, I'm actually betting them on the alternate line, going a little bit contrary, and I think they, you know, beat up on England very, very crazy, but I actually have a feeling their defense gets to Brady and magic happens. But on the offense, um, who, who's a must-start uh, guy? I was thinking about uh, Reynolds because I think, you know, MVP at 50-1, to 1, he's been a great guy since Cooper Cup's been down. But who are some, uh, I guess, must-play guys? I'm all Rams. Uh, who do you like, uh, Leone, for uh, the Super Bowl showdown? You know, one of the main values I like it, you know, and it gets in line with your Rams pick is Robert Woods, who just seems underpriced at $7,800 on DraftKings. You've got Brandon Cooks at $8,200. He's a bit more, whereas Woods, we're expecting to see more volume. I think you can anticipate more catches, even if the big playability isn't quite as high as Cooks is. So I think that's the one guy that we're really into on the Rams side of things. And then on the New England side of things, I know it's always difficult to tell exactly what their game plan is going to be. But James White, uh, I think, is a really smart play over Sony Michelle in tournaments. I think Sony Michelle is going to be a little bit overowned just because he's been on this massive tear where he's gone over a hundred with multiple touchdowns in a couple of games here in the playoffs. But when you're on a full PPR site like DraftKings, you know James White just has a much higher floor. Sony Michelle could, you know, if he ends up with a 20 carry for 85 yards and he doesn't find the end zone, he ends up with a really, you know, poor outing. And I think. Like the difference between him having a huge outing and a poor outing is a lot smaller and a lot more fragile than people think. Uh, Mike, we've only got about uh, two, three minutes left, and we appreciate your time. I know it's a busy time uh, for you guys. It's funny, too, because um, some guys were like, ah, oh, those Daily Roto guys, they don't like coming out at 6 o'clock and blah, blah, blah. I don't think some people realize. Like, it's, it's crazy freaking time right now. Like, even me and Cam as gamblers, it's a little simpler. Um, as it goes as it goes out but 
Oh, the music's playing. It sucks. I can barely hear it. But one captain, Mike DraftKings. Captain, where, where are you going? All right, <laughs> uh, give, give me right. Use a wide receiver. Robert Woods, Brandon Cook, Julian Edelman. I think use a wide receiver and not a quarterback in your captain spot. Uh, I'll, I'll say Robert Woods, who I talked about uh, initially. He's my pick. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Game time decisions ready. Eat Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports, our radio network. Uh, we tell you guys this time of the year, it's good to have as many sports books as possible. And uh, you need time, too, to uh, to search the ball and take a look at all the props because you can really get different numbers at, uh, at different books. Uh, Cam, massive bonus over at my bookie. Yeah, you said it, Marenzi. They got a wicked bonus going down at the game. Just a gut feel it. No problem. Now you can bet from anywhere, anytime with the new all-new MyBookie mobile betting platform. With the MyBookie mobile platform, you'll enjoy the safety and convenience of at-home betting when you're on the go. Try it out today, and you'll never miss another winning bet. Head on over to MyBookie.ag, open up an account with the promo code FNTSY, and MyBookie will match your deposit up to $1,000. That's right, $1,000. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. You know, Cam, I'm in a Pac-12 type of mood tonight. A lot of Pac-12 action, Marenzi. They got well, uh, three games. What do you got? Colorado. They got them. We got uh, who else? Is Arizona playing? and Arizona State. State. Big battle who tonight. Likes, like the Sun Devils. I'll tell you what I like. I'd like to be in that building. Uh, you're going to be hard pressed, Cam, to find like hotter chicks than an Arizona Arizona State battle tonight. Why do you think Not so to mention it's the, the waste. It's the waste management there too. Holy shit! Yeah. Can you imagine the atmosphere there tonight? Why do you think Phil's smiling all the time? Why do you, have you looked at John Rahm's woman lately? They all both went to Arizona State. It's like basically like, you're just like, what, 10, 10, 10, 10, 9.8, 10, 10. Yeah, no, it's like, even, it's like, even it's Lou like, got married out yeah. there. I know. You, what am I, yeah, how, yeah, the hell yeah, am yeah. I doing here? I don't know, buddy. We're East Coast fools. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, New York women, aren't they? They're not the easiest to approach, let me tell you. No, uh, so, hi, I do a radio show. F off. Yeah, yeah, trust me. I know. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Want to come to the sports you know, book? Blow me. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's tough. But, yeah, look at the Pac-12 action tonight. Colorado Buffaloes uh, at home tonight uh, against Oregon State. I like them. Nice short price. Uh, Arizona and Arizona State. I don't know. I'm looking at Arizona plus the five. Sort of catches my eye yeah. in a rivalry battle game that'll come down to the wire. And uh, what about the uh, the Utes tonight? Utah on their home court. Oh, Utah against Oregon. Yeah, like I, 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 I'd the like Ducks to aren't that good Utah. this year, Cam. They got a ton of injuries and stuff. They're they're beaten down. Like their program. Ball's ball son. Ball ball. <laughs> That's his name. Ball ball. ball. Manute Bowl's son, Bowl Bowl, 
the guy got hurt. He was like there. He's they were sort of built around him. Yeah, he's a big monster kid like his father, and he's better than his father though. Like his father was just a tall, skinny guy. Yeah, like uh, ball. Like this kid can play. He's he's also very big, and he's hurt. He's not playing. It, it screwed them up. Like they lost players to the NBA. I mean, I think Dylan Brooks, good kid from Toronto. He's in the NBA now. Like uh, remember Chris Boucher. Another Canadian. Yep, Boucher, all the Oregon Ducks. All that, all that good. That Ducks for that Ducks team, the Elite Eight team. They were like mostly Canadian kids. There was another Canadian kid on the team too. Like Chris Boucher, he's on the Raptors now. Dylan Brooks on the Memphis Grizzlies now. Like the Ducks were so good, they lost their players to the NBA. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they've had a hard time sort of adjusting. Look, even Villanova's caught up to them a bit, Cam. Even though Nova's starting to get into a groove, but. I, I look at the Ducks. I, I don't look at it like, oh, their program was a fluke or they're falling apart. You know it, Cam. Dana Alston's a hell of a coach. It's Nike. It's the Oregon freaking Ducks, man. Like they, Their program's going to be fine. It's just a bad year for them. Yeah, they got like that's the thing. Like you, you talk about it. Nike's there. Yeah, the the, the school they they're not uh, suffering any lack of money. Gabe, it's a great place to play. Eugene, Oregon's one of those beautiful spots. Easy to get recruits. Yeah, it happens. So you're gonna you're gonna have up and down years. And if you lose a big uh, star center like that, obviously there's gonna be problems. But I will say this: the pack pack ten, pack twelve, very very down. Like. You mentioned it before, I think, when we were talking last week. The winner of the tournament is the only one who gets in. Like, it's a weak-ass conference. Like, uh, they, that, that, it's interesting about the West compared to the East. Like, those are the schools. And then I'm, I'm, we're sitting there, even in college football, it's like, yeah, Washington State, whatever, Washington. Yeah, they came back against uh, Ohio State but still didn't get the win. It's just very lackluster. Like, I love the West Coast for, like, leniency and coolness and stuff like that. But when it comes to killer, hunger, instinct, like, East always beats West. One thing is, though, the games are entertaining in the Pac-12 because they're all sort of even, right? Like they're That's not, true. It's not like they're, they're not bad teams. They're not terrible players, but the conference as a whole, we can get into that. The Pac-12, I read a very interesting thing about the Pac-12 and, you know, just the decisions that they've made. Like, why are they struggling like this? And it's essentially like they've made, they've made bad TV decisions. As far as like television, like networks and contract deals, they they haven't made as much money as the other conferences, even though even though like they could, like you know it's a it's a proud conference, so it's a big big name conference. You know they got big big brands, but they haven't marketed it properly. Um, a problem for the the Pac-12 is they're very spread out geographically, like they're just sort of. They're in a transitional phase. They're actually going to go. Um, they're selling shares, Cap, in the Pac-12. Ooh, really? Interesting. Yeah, well, you didn't get it in Grand Canyon. Oh, okay, that's not no, not publicly. Because yeah, they need money. They don't need money, but they basically want to influx money to each school, so they can get better coaches, facilities, and you know what I mean. So they can get back on track with the big Big Ten and like SEC, etc. So it's a very interesting concept. And Matt, they haven't done it yet, but basically they're going to sell 10%. So they value the – how much do you think the Pac-12 is worth, like, as a company, if you would value it? Oh, man. The entire Pac-12? Like, sort of like a team. Yeah, so it's like you can buy the Dallas Cowboys are worth $4 bucks. The UFC sold for actually $4 billion as well. Um, the Clippers sold for $2 billion. So what do you think the Pac-12 is worth? So it's a, it's as you it's schools, but just think from sports. You buy the Pac-12. You own the Pac-12 games, Cam. How much you paying? 
$760 million. Yeah, you're looking for value. <laughs> Too low? $1.5 yeah, No, 10%, a 10% share of, of revenue. So 10% share of the television contract, ticket sales, bowls, yeah. you know what I mean? $500 million. Okay, so they million. value, they value, that's 10%. So no, so they, five they, billion. Five billion. No offense, I'd rather have the Dallas Cowboys than the Pac-12. I don't know. You? I think I don't you know, would. dude. Get the Oregon Ducks, USC, UCLA. Oh, trust me. Like, oh, what, what, what would I want? I'm just saying I would love, I'd want the Pac-12. I would buy the Pac-12. I would, I would buy the Pac-12. You would. Like if I had a choice, like if I could, you buy the Dallas Cowboys or the Pac-12, I'm buying the Pac-12. You own the conference. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, I was just yeah, gonna say, crazy Dallas fan. You could buy them, and then uh, they'll pay an extra couple, uh, couple billion. You'll make, you'll, you'll make it hand over fist. They'll overpay. Yeah. So they basically they went to Wall Street, like you know Mitt Romney type guys, like you're a real rich dudes. They basically said to the banks, like, listen, give us five hundred bucks, you get ten percent share of our, of our revenue. You know, for five hundred mil. And then they're gonna turn around and take the five hundred mil, and they're gonna give each team like fifty mil each. You know what I mean? So if teams get like a fifty million influx of cash, the schools do. But like the Pac twelve, like it's not done yet. This there this been proposal and they're they're working it out. But basically like you can't just take the money and keep it. It's not like like you know, when government does tax cuts and ah oh, the the company says, Oh, we're gonna hire people and then they don't, right? Then they always bitch for a new tax cut ten years later or whatever. They never hire anyone. Like basically that's the concern, like they're telling the teams, you have to spend this money on the football or basketball program, essentially. Like, we don't care, like, you know, hire them. Because, like, the average salary of a Pac-12 coach, like, basically, Cam, in, in football, there's, like, one coach, like, Chip Kelly makes money. Like, yeah, look, they, Clay Helton, bro, is the coach of USC. Come on, man. Clay Helton, Cam. There's a reason why USC gets smoked in bowl games and are kind of a joke. <laughs> Clay Helton is coach. And who else did he like, have? That's the USC coaches. Like, Jim Moore, yeah, Jim Moore, he's doing uh, broadcasting, yeah, yeah, all those guys. Same yeah, guys. Look, like, Same guys. Nick Saban makes $12 million a year. Yes. Jim Harbaugh makes $8 million a year. Pac-12 are paying guys $1.4 mil, $1.6 mil. That's why Mike you Leach get makes. the guys what do you think that Mike you Le- get. What do you think Mike Leach makes? Not as much That's as he it. could, only because he put a kid in a what sports do you locker before. That's a um, good point. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So, <laughs> <laughs> you get me every time. Like, yeah. Sorry, I can't believe Actually, you're not. Mike Leach makes, he's more, I'm going to say he makes $1.8 million. Nope, no, no. I thought uh, uh, in 2016 he made 2.95 million a year in okay, the deal that wow. he signed, and now extends All through right. December 31st, 2000. I, I was going to say I thought he made about like 1.5. He makes double what we thought, so he's almost three million dollars. So that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's still Chris Peters. Far. Yeah, it's still not. It's not Nick Saban. Yeah, what do you think, that's Chris Peterson? So Washington, Washington's probably them and USC I'm say are like makes, over the years. I'm going to say Chris Peterson makes 2.2 million. Four point eight seven five. Like, yeah, we're, we're really some of these guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. But, but that's the best program in the Pac twelve, isn't it? That's uh, what I long yes, said. Like, you get what you pay for. Yeah, so he's five. Chris Peterson, so he's five. Chris Peterson he's, is a damn good coach. 
And Washington's not a joke. They have, they're a real program. You know what I mean? They are. He's a, you get what you pay for. What does David Shaw make at Stanford? I think I'm going to guess him, David Shaw. I'm going to say about two million. I don't know. I thought you had it in front of you. No, I don't know what he made. No, no. I, I'm just I'm just looking these guys up now. So David Shaw's salary, two. I'm going to say two. What does he make, David Shaw? No, he makes four point three one. Okay. So well, listen, yeah, so football th- coach not that it. bad. They top out at five, but to, in comparison, yeah, when you look at Nick Saban, what's five to 13? He makes $8 million more a year. Yeah, but, you know, let's, let's be real. Let's go down the list here. Let's be real. Like, they're not making as Who's Oregon State's coach guys. now? Who's Oregon State's coach uh, I now? I don't know, dude. I think, I think uh, Buddy that left for, uh, for Wisconsin's back there. Riley? State. No, not Riley. Yeah, uh, no, no. Anderson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I bet he doesn't make very much. Crazy. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Arizona and Arizona State tonight. Waste management. So what's going on, Cam? Harold Varner? Like, uh, yeah. That, that's coming, He's that's coming out of nowhere. Yeah, he came out of nowhere. That guy's on a birdie train. So right now, Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler, and now Varner. Three-way tie for the lead at 7-under. I got that Ricky Fowler uh, first-round leader bet. I was hoping just to split it one way with Thomas, but if Varner's there too, then we got to split it three ways. So it's going to be 200 instead of 600 type of thing. You know what I mean? So uh, Varner needs to go away. But we'll see. He's in the rough here on 18. <laughs> nice guy, though. Just not uh, just not today. Just not today. I really like Harold Varner. Nice, nice not, hair, though. Not now. Yeah, nice he, hair, he, he needs to go away. I like that. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He wears like basketball gear and stuff on the. He's actually they voted him like one of the nicest guys on the tour. He's more like a basketball guy playing golf, and you know he's cool. He's not like a snooty prick like some of these guys that are on tour. But hey, when it comes, no offense, Harold Varner's not paying my mortgage, and uh, Ricky Fowler can help. So we need Harold Varner. Just bogey eighteen, and let's split some money, right, Gabe? It's all about um, getting paid. How do you feel about, do uh, you think, is Gary Woodland a good guy normally? Or what's Gary Woodland's rep like? Uh, I don't. I haven't heard a lot about Woodland. Woodland was a Seems wicked. Seems kind of generic. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's very kind of serious guy, but he's a basketball player at Kansas, right? That that, that was his first performance. Like, he was good enough, like, NCAA basketball player oh, that was he, he? Uh, yeah, yeah. put into golf. He's actually a really nice guy. He's just pretty serious. Like, very kind of what just docile, Kucher? chill. Kucher? That's the thing about Kucher. They say, don't let his smile, like, apparently he's, like, kind of like that snake oil salesman. It's like, hey, everybody, I'm Matt Kuchar, and he's got that look, like, kind of permagrant. <laughs> yeah, look but at me. He, he but he's the type. The ground. Yeah, then he's like, let's play ping pong for 20 grand type of thing. Like, even Phil had a story about, like, Kuchar fleecing him. Like, he's the most uh, competitive guy, <laughs> most competitive guy on tour. Yeah, like, Kuchar will come with that Kuchar, happy face. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I used to, like, fleece everybody, but Kuchar, man, that guy loves ping pong. Like, he teaches, his wife's, uh, I 
think a tennis pro. She went to Georgia Tech. Like she was like a ranked tennis player too. So yeah, Kucher, don't let that grin fool you. He's a killer in disguise, Marenzi. That's the thing. He comes across as uh, gee golly shucks, like one of those guys. But then yeah, next thing you know, your wallet's missing. The guy took your uh, paycheck. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> I would bring it up because there was a video. Actually, I'll send it to you right now here. You're gonna get a little choked up here. It's worth. Uh, we still. Yeah, I like it. Show. Cho- yeah, it's worth, I, get, uh, I get choked up. Oh, Varner was in the bunker there. Here we go. Oh no. Oh, hey, 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 hey. What's going on here? Where's that ball? I don't think it went. Oh. Oh my God! The guy had a shot of his life. <laughs> Hit the lip and bounced onto the green. Are you gotta Are you be kidding, kidding me? <laughs> Did you see that shot? It was going nowhere. It bounced like a million feet in the air. And he's on the green. So three-way tie. He's got a two putt for par. Yeah, Varner's a cool guy. All right, so I just retweeted it, Ken. Yeah, I'm going to go check it out. Okay, so they're at, they're in Arizona. And, uh, you know, they have events all week, you know, charity stuff and, uh, you know, the Pro-Am, whatever. You know, it's, it's all all-week event there. So uh, the Special Olympics was involved. So there's a girl. I don't know how old she is. Let's see, I think she's uh, how old? Blah, 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 where is it? So you'll see. Oh, amazing so. stuff from superstar Amy and Gary Woodland. Yeah, so I'm going to watch this. Is this right, what you're talking so, about? Yeah. yeah, so look at this girl here. She's got Down syndrome, Special Olympian. Yep. She plays golf, uh, Special Olympian golfer. So she's in front of the whole crowd and everything. They bring her out. Look, she's just going to hit a Gary's shot. Good guy. They're, like, hey. They're like, you want to take a shot? So look okay. at her first shot. Yeah, she's oh. with Kuchar, too. Yep. Yeah, get the volume up there. So, do you want to okay. hit a shot? She's like, yes. Yeah. Well, you look at Woodley. He's like, hey, that's a pretty good shot. He's like, uh, well, you're going to take another shot. Yeah, so, look, she's in the freaking bunker here, bro. <laughs> All right. This yeah. is the pro hole, part three. This is the famous hole. This is the 16th. So, here she is. Yeah. yeah. She's in the bunker. So here's Woodland and Coocher, and they're probably thinking, all right, this chick's going to, like, you know, crank it out. <laughs> look, wherever she's going to hit it. Boom. Look at this. Boom. Right onto the green. Let me see this. Oh, she's got a nice little move. Wow, that's a good swing. And now she walks up for a par. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like, uh, now she goes up. She's got to make like a 14-foot putt here. <laughs> make a 14-foot putt standing next to Woodland and Coocher for par. When she's just supposed this. to take a shot. <laughs> yeah. Drains the putt. Wow, she got it out of that bunker. Nice. Right down the hill? Wow, brilliant. Now look at the putt. Wait, it's coming up. You'll see. She says, too. He's like, all right, little to the left. She goes, I got this. I got this, yes. Boom. Buries the putt. You hear, too, the crowd's cheering for her, and she says to Woodland, she goes, they love me. They love me. <laughs> yeah, it's like even it's Woodland, nice you can see Woodland was Woodland Boom! Was choked Oh, up. my God. <laughs> I'm getting choked up. Yeah, unbelievable moment there. Huh? Wow, I'm going to start crying. That is, that is ab- you know how hard that is to do in front of all those people, too? Wow. Man, if you or I were out there on that, it would take me like nine shots. I'd rack it off the stands. 
I'd be like, all right, I'll, draw, I'll take a drop here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would never have gotten out of that bunker in one shot cam. I'm not no. getting out of a PGA bunker. <laughs> like, no, it's if tough. I do, if I do, I'm knocking it like way off to the other side of the bunker. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, like, you, from, right you go bunker to, to bunker. You go bunker to exactly. bunker. Exactly. Like, I was just sort of like, bang. That's what my, uh, bang, right out of the bunker, out of the other bunker. Yeah, I'm great, great moment that. there. That was inspirational. The only time I've ever done something that good under pressure, Gabe, was when I met John Daly. And actually, Lisa will tell you the story, too, because we, we got the tape. It was like a 40-foot putt, and it was for charity. I'm like, okay, well, if I, you know what I mean, whatever. I go, give me 100 bucks so I hit this putt or whatever, right? And he's like, oh, definitely. He goes, you're never, boom. Like, I, it was like the luckiest thing I've ever done in my life. Nailed it. And then I'm like, I can't take the guy's money. It was for a charity. So I like ended up donating to the thing. But yeah, like that was like one take pressure type of stuff, too. Never do it again. It was just pure luck, like you're in the zone or whatever. That girl, that bunker shot she hit, too, just over the lip and take it down the hill like that, that was amazing. Like, that that was beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's nice. It's nice, nice to see Lee. a happy story. Those guys are cool. What's Meanie saying? Is he tweeting? Yeah, because I said uh, props to Mark Cuban. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said, props, what did I say? Uh, Mark Cuban, I said, Mark Cuban not effing around. Good for him. Doncic is a stud. The Mavs climbing back from the pits of hell. The meanie responds, pits of hell, they won a championship. It's kind of a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Meanie, like, yeah, meanie, was, meanie just can't let yeah. you have some. Like, yeah, pits nah, of hell. Nah, nah. Whatever, <laughs> How about, yes, I like what they're doing. Great moves. No, no, no. People come at me all day, Cam. It's all right. Yeah, they do. Yeah, a bunch of sharks. Yeah, a bunch. Of... Can you believe Varner did that too, Cam? The guy, the guy literally was in a bunker, like duck hooked it, like like he hit that lip, and that thing could have gone like two hundred yards out of bounds. It goes right onto the green. Me and you are just like the way we go with games, right? Like you last second things and spreads and crazy stuff. It always happens to us. But hey, that's the roller coaster of life, friend. Yeah, yeah, you choose to gamble. It's gonna, it's gonna yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, you. That's a great point. You choose. You want to be in the game. Things are gonna. Yeah, happen. yeah, yeah. No one's, no one's putting a gun to our head, right? Oh, I lost by half a point. Well, yeah, well, you know, my, na- my neighbor, bet. my neighbor didn't lose by half a point because she didn't bet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right, right. <laughs> it's funny too. I don't really, I don't really talk to that many people. But it's like sometimes I'll tell strangers. Like uh, I was in the elevator. I don't even, I don't know the guy at all. Like, I can see the elevator. He's yeah. like, hey, how you doing? In my condo there. And I'm like, ah. I said, I just lost all my money on NBA basketball. <laughs> like, <laughs> he just looked at me. Like, what are you? He's like, oh, what? no, come back here. He was like, have a nice night. He got off the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking after, I was like, I don't know why I just told him. I just lost all my money yeah. betting the NBA. I, you know, I said my exact words. I was like, I can't pick a winner in the NBA. <laughs> I told some stranger that. <laughs> I was upset one night about the way the games went, but um, yeah, no, nobody forces us uh, to do this. But so you're coming in. We'll talk. We'll talk off the air. I'll speak to you tomorrow, and we'll set it up how you want to handle it. But even me, I'm starting to plan it. You got to have a plan. So many times, like even Super Bowls in Vegas and stuff, like where I'm all hammered. Once I wanted to bet a bunch of props, I didn't. I got tired of waiting in line, and I actually lost like two, three thousand dollars in winners because I didn't want to wait in line type thing. Or like you get to the window, and you don't fully have a plan. You know what I mean? And the windows are going to be crazy, Cam, right? Like, the place is packed. It's Super Bowl weekend. So I'm trying to do this in, like, one or two trips to the window for the Super Bowl. So, like, I'm going to write it down and everything. 
I'm going to have, like, all my props. But the thing is, I like, like, 15, 17 props. Correct. I don't bet $10 a prop. Right? I'm not one of these guys, oh, I bet a Happy Meal on, on a prop. I, I won't bet it then. I, what, what do I care about betting $8 on a freaking prop? Right? So I've got to I've got to say, all right, how much am I putting on these props? How much am I betting on the game? i got to have a, a plan and attack this as opposed to just being all over the place. That's even a problem on Sunday's camp, having a plan. you got to have a plan. You know what I mean? Like, I'm betting this much a game. I'm going to hit this. Like It's when you sort of make impulsive decisions, you get screwed. And we've all done it. How many times you've been in Vegas where you, you weren't even going to bet a game, but you get to the window and you look at the board, next thing you know, you got 400 bucks on the LA Kings, you know? Oh, it happens all the time. Uh, yeah, it's Impulse. like one of those things. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll bet the Kings. That's why like, I try to make trips now when I go down to the blackjack table. I don't bring wallets. Like when I start my thing out, I'm like, okay, <laughs> you, bring, you bring cash, and if it goes well, you're going to be fine. You, you do? Like, don't bring your you, cards. That's the key. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no cards. 300 no bucks cards. cash, leave cash. the cards in yeah. the room. Yeah, no cards. Exactly. I learned the hard yeah. way. Because yeah. if there's an ATM, you're going to it. Like, there's oh, no if, answer. Yeah. But if you get smoked early, you're at the ATM. And, and the worst thing is when I'm down in Vegas, the ATMs are all different. Their service charges $13.50 for this account and whatever. It's like you're, you're like, literally in orbit because you're losing your mind. It's, yeah, the ATM it's way the better. Lands is $4.99. Brutal. Mm, Four ninety nine. That, that's expensive too. I've had. Worse, you can only but take. Like that. You can take five hundred out at once. But there's two of the machines. <laughs> this when you know you're degenerate, so right? Yeah, yeah you have both. The, like, yeah, yeah. So I've done the max. Where and another thing is, I've got two cards: American and Canadian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I know so that. Pretty routine. degenerate. Like I've got more access. Like I can get more money out than I used to be able to. Like, now it's like, man, if I needed, like, before, it was like, man, I'm maxed out. I can only take 1000 out on the machine. Here it's different. Like, I can get, like, 3 4K if I'm in a panic, right? So it's actually dangerous, but it's happening before, Cam. Okay? Like, you know, I did, like, five transactions. I spent $25 in transactions, taking out, like, 2500 at FanDuel one afternoon, you know? Yeah, I was, exactly. like, 500 500 I was like, wow, I need another 1000 So I was like, I need another 1000 I kept doing it. So finally, like my bank, even I was like, I was maxed out. I was like, all right, I'm out. But so yeah, so I'm, I have all that plan going in there. I don't know, man. I'm thinking I got to narrow the props down. I can't bet 17 props, Cam. I don't know how to handle this. I'm trying to figure it out. It's been two days, so it's kind of perplexing me. I was thinking maybe just bet 20 props, 50 bucks a prop, thousand dollars in props. Yeah. Sure. You know, and then move on. But then I'm like, I don't want to bet $50 a prop. Like, there's a few props. Like, Hogan. Like, Chris Hogan, I'll put, like, 200 bucks on. Over two and a half. There's a few props that I like. Like, Tom Brady over completions. But then, man, you can't load up on a certain prop cam. Like, shit happens, dude. Player, like, you, you say, oh, I'll take Robert Woods, five and a half. It's a lock. It's not a lock. Like, he'll get to five. And, like, these I numbers are sharp, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Me and Galena, we played because uh, I was just getting him into gambling. He's more DFS, right? So we're playing. We had a game with Robert Woods when you guys finished your early show. His over-under for receiving yards was 72. He had 71 yards in the first, like, two, like, drive. First drive, and you know what? He ended oh, with yeah, yeah. 71 damn yards. It happens all yeah, the time. You're sitting there thinking you're just going to win. Sometimes he doesn't get another ball. Like, it didn't happen that way, right? So, well, look, you got to be careful. Week, right? Chris Hogan, over two and a half against the Chiefs, 
he was uh, was blank at the half. No catches. They didn't even target him. Like he, it was like he wasn't in the game. Second half, five catches. And great call by you. Once it, Hogan's like disappears, and then boom on these desperation drives, man. streaks. It's Edelman for the big play, and Hogan is the dump off. You know what I mean? Like Hogan, you're right. Like he'll throw to Hogan three times on the same drive. Like he'll throw to Hogan two times in a row, type thing. Because he's like, you're open. You know what I mean? Bang, bang. So I, I really like that Hogan over two and a half. And the problem is for me, all my props, because normally I like playing prop camp that will be insurance if I lose the bet. But most of my props are sort of correlated with there being points in the game. So, man, if this turns into a 2017 game or something, and I lose the bet, and I lose all the props, it's a problem. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I got to figure this out. It's a, it's a tricky Super Bowl. But anyways, let's get to tonight's picks. I only have a couple here. I'll blast them off. I got five games for you guys. Best bet of the night, Toronto Raptors. They're not losing to the Bucks tonight. They freaking better not. I'm going to be pissed if they do. Uh, they always lose on national television. They're on TNT tonight. I think they get it done. Uh, Raptors minus 133 money line. Brooklyn Nets, all they do is cover and win every damn night. And every night they're in a bad spot. It's like, wow, I don't know. They played last night. You know what I mean? Here they are again. They played last night, but give me the Nets plus eight. They're 20 and six in the last 26 games. Like, they just ride it. Uh, college basketball, Colorado to beat Oregon State, minus 130 money line. Utah to beat Oregon, minus 150 money line, both at home. And in that great, going to be a fun atmosphere tonight in the desert out there in Tempe. Uh, Arizona plus five at ASU. I think the game comes down to the wire. What are you betting on, Cam? Yeah, I like some of the same stuff, Gabe. Uh, we had did good in the NBA last night and college, and uh, my NHL, I shit the bet in the NHL. But uh, I'm going to take a shot tonight with Philadelphia. Three bets, people. It's small units. They're huge dogs. Plus 180 against Boston. This Carter Hart kid, he's playing great in net. I'm going to take Philadelphia, plus 180. My super dog with yeah, Flyers rabies tonight. have been hot, actually, recently. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm riding them. I-, I don't care if Boston's a better team at home or whatever. This is not a huge play. Philly, plus 180. Philly, regulation, plus a half, plus 125. And Philly, plus one and a half all the lines in that game rangers is a dog plus 130 raptors money line ncaa it's a trap alert tonight ucsb they're nine and zero at home it ends tonight sharp line 90 percent of the public are on them i'm on cal irvine hand eaters plus two and a half arizona plus five utah game may the winners be ours all right uh, you two camp raptors best bets nets plus eight colorado utah and arizona in college